I would like to welcome Karolina Adamchuk to my podcast today. Thank you very much, Karolina, for joining me. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> Lovely to be here. It's great to have you. And we're wearing matching red lipstick. So if you see the photos, you'll see this lovely red. But you always wear red lipstick. It's a bit of a signature of yours, isn't it? It's a business outfit for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not dressed without your red? <laughs> no, it feels like I'm naked. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, and that's um, that's something that is very uh, important to you, isn't it? It's about having the whole brand yeah. right and yeah. and colour and design. That is your, it's your company. So Correct. tell us what it is you do. Um, so we help developers um, stage for sale, but the staging comes in three different ways. Uh, so we consider everything to be a perception of development when you create a luxury product. And you need to start from the beginning and you know it very well uh, with the right CGI's, the photorealistic CGI's that sell the dream. Um, the everything that goes with it, the branding, the marketing, your microsite. So that is w before developers launch the properties for the market to the market. And uh, then we design everything inside the interiors, the communal areas to to fit the market, the the audience that is buying that. And as a last step, we create the show homes, and that's probably one that we're mostly known for because pictures are so easy to show the product and show the value. So the CGI's and show homes are published a lot on social media. People might know about it, but we we want to be the one-stop shop for developers to create the perception of a really luxury, great product uh, from the very beginning till the very end. And yeah. enhance the sale. That's you know, right. Sell, sell quickly. The sales are what, what are important. And you had a recent uh, win with uh, Claire Norwood's house, didn't you? Yeah. And currently, the markets are very challenging. Correct. And so tell us what happened with Claire's house. Uh, with Claire's house, I love working with Claire. She's one of my best friends. So it was so lovely when she asked us to style her home for sale. I think it was um, April, May this year. Yeah, 2018, yeah. Correct, in Richmond. And, uh, you know, we came in, we did a couple of different tricks on her house, which we which we normally do, create the zones, add colour, uh, let's say remove a number of things because she was moving anyway. So she just went all in, followed our advice to sell stuff, to get rid of stuff, to replace with our stock for a while and sold it within three days um, and also smashed the, the sale price on the street. That's incredible because at the moment, nothing is selling. And I know that. And yeah. I've got beautifully staged homes that are finished to an exceptional standard. And we're not even getting viewings, let alone offers. So that's um, testament to your skills. <laughs> Thank you. I love those. And especially when it happens to friends, because obviously we, we always put a lot of care and attention to any project. But there's even more when it's someone close to you. So That's right. It's very yeah, personal. It's very personal. Very happy. Ten weeks to sale was amazing. But this isn't your background, is it? No. It's very, no. very different because when we actually met, we met three years ago and I we met for coffee in a cafe near me and you were looking to make the switch from banking into property and we just met for an informal chat and talked about what you were doing and uh, where you wanted to go. And at the time, you were quite senior in banking. Yeah, yes, yeah, so still until early this year. So uh, I've three three years ago, I decided that um, I probably had the midlife crisis, to be fair. <laughs> no, you're far too young. <laughs> you're far too, so, trust yeah. me, you're nowhere near 40 yet. <laughs> yeah, so I've had uh, something similar to a midlife crisis. And I decided that you are, you should actually follow your dream and do what you love. And 
while I was having amazing jobs with banking and traveling the world and, you know, lived in so many countries and a very similar story to you. Uh, I, I just thought this is not quite it because interior design was always my thing. And, you know, when you when you have to make a choice on studies and last minute kind of change direction, being kind of feeling under pressure from someone. And I guess that was my family, you know, to choose a job that pays well, which is banking and which was marketing and management studies that I did. Uh, rather than interior design or architecture, which is what I've always wanted to do. And then you get to some point in your life and you go, well, actually, you know, what is stopping me? I need to find the guts to do this. And the way I wanted to do it is to to uh, exit slowly. So take a part-time job, you know, work with someone who knows what they're doing. And when I saw your post on uh, Facebook, uh, I, I was like, I'm jumping at this opportunity. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, so that is how we've met. And, uh, and I was looking for something part-time, maybe evenings, weekends. Uh, it, it it wasn't the right time probably. I've still I've still stayed working for a bank for a year while developing my portfolio. Uh, and exactly two years ago, just over two years ago, I started a limited company. Um, and um, and only earlier this year completely exited. So it was very slow <laughs> strategy of working twenty four seven for a number of years. Uh, but it's really paying off now because I have amazing network and, you know, the people that we all know, just how supportive they are. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Exactly. We're in the same women's non-networking group called Sister Snog. And <laughs> uh, it's an amazing group of women who just support each other, both in yeah. friendship, professionally and emotionally at times. And it's a beautiful network. And then I feel really blessed in our our property network too because mm. us girls really stick together and we're really close friends. <laughs> there I don't are so see few enough of us, of maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but we're growing. Look at the number of women now that are in yes. property. And shortly, I'm, you're going to have the men network in property. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. There's going to be so many of us women. And but one thing that I love about this is that we all support each other, no matter mm. if we're in competition in inverted commas against each other for sites or for what projects whatever it might mm. be we're all there to support each other ultimately. and it's not only with with women actually i feel it with everyone absolutely yeah and i completely believe in uh, there is no competition you no. know you're competing with yourself exactly and, and if people want to compete with you fair enough but you just have to smash it you have to be better yeah and um, so and and i think and it's quite unusual that property um that the net network or it's the, the world that we're in is is all adopted this idea and and it's all about having a coffee and figuring out how you collaboration work collaboration yeah, it's not exactly. about competition is Correct. it it's all about collaborations yeah. for us and that's what I love about it as well especially yeah. with the women and maybe it's because we came from banking we we very much appreciate it yeah. because you know you're coming from a completely different space where it's all about you know career and getting to the top. So so this is uh, just, a, uh, you know, mind-blowing that people can support each other and do so well together. Yeah, exactly. We can all bring each other up. And so that you've had lots of wins doing what you're doing and you've been very successful. Your Instagram is, is beautiful and I enjoy <laughs> following you. But there must have been some hardships as well. Even though your, your exit was very planned and very strategic, 
What have been some of the difficulties or challenges that you've faced? Yeah. I think it's, I'm learning every day, I think, as, as I exited and I've had the post on Instagram on Sunday, I think, about, you know, it's not, it's, it's a completely different world than you, what you could have imagined. Uh, and I've been doing strategy and marketing and sales, new business development, you name it. I've done everything for a bank. Uh, in the last, uh, you know, 10 plus years, I've done in, m- lived in many countries, done that in different cultures. So it's not an easy thing. So I could think, oh, well, I'm all, I am so prepared to have my own business. But it's not, <laughs> nothing can be further from the truth. You're not prepared to have your own business because you don't know what you don't know. Something that I really hate saying, I really hate that saying, you don't know what you don't know. But But actually, it's quite true when it comes to business. And and the challenges with people, you know, having the first set of people working for you and them not being quite right. And how do you say it? And, and you know, clients, uh, thankfully clients, actually on that part, we've had just amazing people working with us. And it's probably because they initially came from my network. So, um, so maybe finding clients and how you promote yourself. And what I, what I was reflecting on on Sunday when I posted that that post was, you know, if I knew what I know now, I would have completely, completely exited in a completely different way. You know, my to explain m- that, how would you have changed what you've <clears throat> done? So, you, so to reiterate, you've done this really controlled strategy, yeah. this controlled exit, going part time and dropping days, and yeah. focusing on building the business. So, what would you have done differently? I think. Uh, I, we are we are talking about corporations in in a certain way, but I think I've done. I thought that I've done everything that I could from finding people to work with, but I consider it now being a little bit like, you know, like a, you need to have so many different networks around you that support you and I think where I was exiting I've had so many people around me that support me but actually to to have the success that I want I need to have networks of people around me to support me a little bit like Sister Snog that we were discussing earlier because the, it doesn't take 20 people or 50 people to grow it to the size that I'm looking to grow it to it takes a much bigger network. Um, so uh, we're doing a lot of promotion, social media, mm. PR. Uh, we're um, we're doing television. You know, we're thinking about everything that that you, magazines, writing blogs. My LinkedIn is, you know, if you are following me on LinkedIn, you're gonna see very interesting content all the time. Um, but um, it's almost like you. I find myself being the content creator at the moment. You know, there's not enough hours in a day. Uh, so if I could go back and plan it all in advance and not be dropped into it, because I had time, right? You know, I've, I was working in a job. Um, so, well, 24-7 in a job, 24-7 for myself. It's different, you know, isn't like, it? I can Corporate's that, different. Yeah, so, so, it's, um, so I, I would prepare myself in that way and have something for every day for the next 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting because I stepped out because we've had huge pipelines. So I've had in, immediately, I've had projects, we were working on projects. And I think you just, you find in a balance as an entrepreneur, as a ha- owner of your business of, uh, delivering to the clients because obviously you want to make them super happy when you when you've just exited they're going to recommend their friends and also finding the projects for the next uh, so it's you constantly just find trying to balance everything the delivery of the today building the future and really depends on what your future is as well 
and we've changed our future a little bit to be bolder and to be bigger. So that is also where we now approach in a little bit different type of clients. And and I really love it because it's, you know, it's business strategy. You're constantly evolving. Every day your business is evolving. Yeah, that's true. And there's two interesting points that you brought up there. First of all is the fact that when you've worked in corporate, You've got your IT department, you've got your HR department, yep. you've got a department that does everything. You need pens, you've got an administrator who orders you pens. And <laughs> it's just so easy in that regard and you don't realise just how easy it is. Yep. All of a sudden you go out and I can't connect my Wi-Fi printer to my laptop and I don't even know who to ask. <laughs> and it's all these little things that you run out of paper and there's no one to say, hey, <laughs> Where's yeah. the paper? It's yeah, right. just, it's all these little things that people don't realise that take up valuable time. And you mentioned Correct. that before. And the second interesting point that you mentioned then is the content. Yeah. And that's something that um, I've got someone full-time who just does content creation for myself yeah. and the companies who I work with and some clients as well. Everything is around content now, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one because um, it's finding the time, but it's so valuable you know, when I see you posting or other people that, that we know posting on social media, I get a lot of value from that. Um, so that is also how we support each other, I think, uh, you know, through our little groups and, and, and knowing what everyone is doing and um, and just posting something for the sake of it is feels like and uh, doesn't feel right. Um, so uh, that is probably where I spent a lot of time thinking of what would be the value for people. Yeah, exactly. It's mm. not just posting for posting's sake. And yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting, the content, because you've got all your beautiful interiors that you do and then you've got you as a person and it's just about how to, to strike that balance. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And this is yes. what it is about, isn't it? It's about having you as a personal brand and then you as a, mm. a business brand. Yeah. And so how do you differentiate those two brands? Um, it's very hard when I was running everything myself. So thankfully, Olivia now runs uh, Adam Shika on Instagram, uh, which is much easy because then I can focus on on what I do. And, and I think it's it, that is also constantly evolving because sometimes uh, just my personal life, which is my work life, you know, uh, yeah. all of our <laughs> it's all the same. Isn't it? <laughs> it's all the same. My personal work life is taking over, and uh, and you can see a lot of pictures of people and parties and our events. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm I'm now I'm trying to be a little bit more show showcase our stuff as well because it just. I, you know, we're doing stuff all the time, really lovely projects that we could be showing to people. So why not use opportunity to show both uh, in one profile? But, you know, there is, I don't know if there is a magic formula. Probably, you know, <laughs> Nicole. Uh, so I have no clue, but uh, it's just through trial and error uh, that this happened. And and most important for me is to stay connected and provide value and know what other people are doing support them and really have fun in the process. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really important is, is about it. That almost takes us back to the whole collaboration piece that um, it is about collaborating with people who are almost barter off mm. different skills and services to work together. It really is the barter system, yeah. actually, isn't it? That's yeah. just struck me, yeah. Collaborations are bartering. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it could also be it could also be collaborating with people like yourself. So um, yeah, we need to have a coffee. Definitely. We need to have a coffee, <laughs> and and I think every time I hear about someone doing similar thing to us, the first thing I th- I think, 
oh my God, there is an opportunity there because they probably have a network. We have a network. How to how to work together to merge this and and both of us get value out of it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so so it's not only uh, someone who has different sets of skills, but it might be the same. No, exactly. Again, that goes back to what we're saying. There's no competitors. They're Mm. all just future partners and collaborators. And so what sort of process have you gone through to learn the interior design, given that Mm. you came from a banking background? Have you taken any formal courses or do you think it's just your natural eye? Uh, I think it's probably uh, m- most of this is is natural, and I think interior design is very subjective. So some people will love it, some people will hate it. What I love do. it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I love your bright colors and yeah, you. the way it all works together. It's it's stunningly beautiful. What's mm. your Instagrams again, just so people can have uh, a look? It's Carolina, and then to underlines, I think Adam Adamchuk, A D A M C. We'll put these down below. Yeah, but. I think we've tested it over the last couple of years. So we've then done a, a three uh, for Century Spaces, one of our longest standing clients. We've done three show homes uh, in the same development that we designed. And it was interesting how the first one was a little bit grayish and it didn't get as much attention, to be honest. Then on the second one, we went a little bit b- more bold and sold over 20% over asking, 33 viewings in one week last year, August. So it's still quite a challenging, already started a challenging market. Um, you know, and it, and it just flew off the, off the shelf. And then we did the third one, which was exactly the same, sold within one week. Um, and, and it was just like a light bulb moment for me. Like, this is the formula. Now that we've tested in the same building, really easy, yeah, right? Because testing. Of straight, that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. It's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. yeah so, but uh, obviously I didn't feel, think about it that way at the time. But I just thought, well, you know, why is that first one not so, uh, not selling this quick? Um, so, so that was really amazing, and from that point, we we've developed into this this style, which is very similar, Scandi, very simple, minimalistic. It's the modern luxe interiors we call it. So, uh, something that people our age will love, you know, a little bit of luxury but color as well. Do you think it's timeless, or how are you going to evolve that over time as trends ev- and tastes it, change? Yeah. It evolves all the time, so I think it's more on trend. Um, and it's and obviously it has to because we're not a company that provides the same thing on the same project. We're always different. Uh, and so that, you're always shopping. We're always shopping, <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what what you know rocks our boats. Uh, I don't know how to call it, but it, it makes us get up in the morning, uh, just knowing that we have another project and it's going to be comp- something completely different. And the funny thing is our developers have quite a lot to say about it because they have an idea of their audience. They have an idea of the market. Um, and I've recently had one developer who said, actually, no, this is not how we're going to do it. This is, and send me a mood board <laughs> okay. of this is how he wants it. And and I love that because, you know, the, the, these guys will never tell us we haven't delivered something that they want because they have very clear idea of what they want. Um and uh, so you actually buy and hold all the the staging mm. furniture and soft furnishings that you that you uh, that you buy. So do you do you have some way that you warehouse that, or are they all out on client <laughs> jobs at the moment? <laughs> at the moment they are, but we we find it that uh, many developers in our network still wants to hold, uh, still wants to buy them. And actually, if you are renting them, they make sense short term 
probably you know three four months up to six months but if you are have a show home for your 10 20 unit development then buy it uh, because it will be more cost effective uh, and because of our style we do quite a few show homes for um young young buyers first time buyers you know the younger people who might be moving to that place for the first time. So we also give the developer opportunity to upsell that to their clients. So if you want this exactly the same apartment, we move in on the day you know, uh, of completion, it's going to be the same. Uh, so we can do packages of different size. Um, yeah, and so it could also be a negotiation point for the developer that they yeah, can totally. throw in the furnishings package as yeah, well. Throw in these uh, furnishings or make some extra money on it. You know, there are opportunities there. Yeah, exactly. So what is in the future for Carolina? <laughs> well, so many exciting projects, but I don't think any of them is quite ready to be disclosed just okay. yet. So uh, we are continuing. We're going to be working with some really lovely clients in the future, uh, larger developers. Uh, so we're just signing a couple of agreements now. Mm-hmm. I know a project in <clears throat> Luton that needs some help. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I, I know a great developer's got oh, that in Luton. Interesting. So I think we need a coffee. We need a coffee, definitely. <laughs> Um, we're developing the whole uh, cycle, so you know everything from the beginning, from the CGIs and marketing till the till the end, till show homes. We're actually going to be uh, getting stuck into specifications quite quite a bit at the end of uh, Q3. Um, so we have five developers who are just waiting to uh, purchase the sites, uh, literally exchanging in the next two weeks. Um, so I'm very excited about that because. Not many. This is where developers lose a lot of time. You know, if they don't have an interior designer, they uh, and they are the size that we're working with, kind of on the uh, maybe three to five developments get very busy. So they run out of time to find sites. They run out of time to do the admin, and we come in and take all of that crap away from them. Talk to the contractor. Decide on the best floorings for the best price. You know the, all of the bids, you can the skirting boards. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of the crap. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not for you, obviously. You yeah. enjoy it, but yeah, for developers, it can be a secondary thing. Yeah. So, so that that takes a lot of time for us, and that's probably cute. Q4 this year. Yeah. And you mentioned TV before. You're working with some on some TV program ideas. Hopefully, Can you share anything no, or not yet? Not, nothing okay, yet. Okay, so we have to there follow are you some on Instagram. I- there are yeah. some ideas and we're uh, now t- talking to sponsors. And Perfect. I mean, if any sponsor is listening, come to me because um, we can put in put on really amazing make- makeover shows where... You know, we, we often, we film it ourselves at the moment, some of it, when we do a show home in a day. So it's almost like a 60-minute makeover because everybody's Perfect. running with iron with iron, and, uh, you know, and putting furniture together. I really love it, the hype and excitement of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, shows like that would be really amazing to, to, to put together. Yeah, and you're big on the personal branding and, and corporate branding as well, and that's an area that you want to grow into as also, which is something that's totally. also very close to my heart as yeah, well. Yeah, but because we understand it, right? We, yeah. we see the value in it, and, and you're obviously so much further in the, into that journey than, than we are. Um, especially on the personal brand, which I didn't appreciate initially, uh, and I'm only just catching up uh, on uh, in the last year, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so it's uh, it's it's that that bit, um, you know, 
especially for our clients as well, who are growing their brand. So as I mentioned, it's typically the guys that are getting to the size where they want to have one brand for all of the developments uh, and they don't don't know quite where to start. It takes a lot of time. So we help them to brand the development or if they need themselves. Um, but it's it's a, it's a very interesting journey. Yeah, very. And yeah, it's something that I've enjoyed watching over the last mm. three years too. Mm. And it's, um, Thanks. yeah, I feel, I feel so happy for you that you were able to <laughs> escape this corporate life and really throw yourself so successfully into something that you're clearly very talented at. <laughs> Thank you. That's so lovely to say. So it's great having you as part of um, numerous networks that mm. I'm in. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions to end. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> So the whole idea about my podcast is that it's prolific, not perfect. It's okay. about just getting stuff done. There was no script. No, no script. I will confirm. No, yeah, yeah, no, look, no script. You you tried to get me to send you a script, so I don't do scripts, <laughs> I just do it. So what does prolific mean to you? Um, being just yourself. It's, you know, there is, um, there is no shame about being yourself and um, everybody, everybody has something different to offer. Uh, so... You know, if you're having a bad day, you're having a good day, whatever your thoughts are, uh, we would love to hear about it. We would love to follow. And there is a huge network out there that will that will help you. So, you know, so just just be yourself uh, on social media. Do not um, create a persona because that that can blow, yeah. blow up and, and, exactly. it, and it's not healthy. No. Um, so. So, yeah, that's what it means to me. And then lastly, what does success mean to you? Success uh, means getting up uh, in the morning and being so excited and happy. And you know, I don't put any any value on on some wealth or because probably because also I'm on this journey from you know going from banking <laughs> where I where I decided not to go for for that sort of life. I just decided to go for maybe you know having an amazing people around me that's mo- very important yeah. and i have that with my friends which are also my property friends and now i have it with my team uh which you know i didn't have uh, i've only started hiring in january um so so being uh, on your own in this journey f- uh, for the first uh just over 2 years was was very tough and 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 can lead to unhealthy uh working habits uh which I actually still have, so it yeah, <laughs> doesn't, <me too>. mean, <laughs> doesn't mean that having TVs has helped That's me right. with that. People think I'm traveling all the time, but as a result of the traveling, I'm working till two, three yeah, in the morning. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I don't think many people appreciate that there is many nights and, and yeah. weekends and evenings and uh, involved because they obviously they don't see it, but but no. the team sees it when you send them an email at two a.m. and then you're in the office. Yeah, you responded. I think at about one this morning. <laughs> one thirty-four. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's, my, it's my normal. Yeah, many people yeah. that listen to this got emails at that time. Yeah. Um. But but my clients do the same. You know, they are grinding yeah. and they are getting there because they're all small businesses too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. It, it's fact, isn't it? That in small business, it's just it's a graft. Yeah. You just have to do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's fun, you know. And if you have people that are fun and are loving it, I mean, how amazing was developers' dinner on Thursday yeah, last week? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, last <laughs> week we went to uh, yeah the uh, Trusted Land launch party with Alex Harrington Griffin that was uh, compared or emceed by Richard Wimwell. Yeah. And it was just, it was so lovely to have so many people in the room who are passionate about property. There were so many of the women in the room as well. Yeah. Sarah as well, that. who yeah, organized Sarah it as organ- well. Oh yeah, Sarah Nasrallah, she helped 
helped organize Absolute the whole thing. Absolute networker. Yeah, she's brilliant, isn't she? And it was great yeah. seeing Claire Nord and Gita and all of the usual sub- Laura. Sub- yeah, making, oh, it's just it was really really lovely seeing everyone, Kieran Gill and uh, and all the guys as well. But it's just nice to oh. to see all the us women there together. Yeah, well, we had uh, our small success as well with the auction, charity auction, which was really amazing and, oh, you know, yes, sold two right. of our concepts for two, two grand each, which raised £4,000, which is really where you, where you, first of all, design makes money and also design changes lives yeah. because it was all for, for a land age. Uh, and, uh, and second of all, just so, um, such an amazing bidding war and I really loved it when 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 you get appreciated in front of uh, such a huge audience so and a great night great party it was yeah I heard it finished at around 5 30 in the morning I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot confirm or deny <laughs> what do they say the nights you can't remember are the nights you'll never forget <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. oh we need to do that when I'm feeling well again yes okay, definitely <laughs> Carolina, thank you so much for mm. taking time out of what I know is a really busy schedule to come and talk to me today. Thank you. It's been thank very you. informative.